Liberty and beyond. Fucking week of footy. Yeah, man. Good fucking round of football. <laughs> yeah, even good outside of football as well. We've uh, obviously what's been all over the news with Noble. It's all you yeah. can read about it at the moment. Yeah. But that's still massive. I think it's going to be massive for a little bit. Yeah, well, just keep watching that space, but it's still got plenty of news on it. Yeah. Certainly not shy of a good story already with nah. the kangaroos. Nah. And we'll talk about that. We will. Let's get and into, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah round seventeen, was, round six 17. rounds left now, and it's still fucking tight as shit. It is so close. That top eight, really, really tight now. Very close. Um, yeah, most of the teams up there can't really afford to lose games that they should win. One hundred percent. Game one. Yeah, Geelong took on Melbourne and. Took the four points, one by 28. Thursday night footy as well. That's the end for a while now. Back to Friday nights. Yeah, I I must admit, I love footy all the time, but it makes doing this podcast very fucking hard Yeah, for Thursday nights. Agreed, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, massive game. It was first versus second, and it's put cats on top now. It wasn't a great game either. You weren't sold on it? Well, Geelong are clear favourites now. Everyone's backing them after that. Yeah, 100%. I'm not sold on everything in Geelong's game, but I'm not people sold, are no. sold on Geelong being the clear front runners now for the flag. I'd say, well, I'm going to say that they're definitely clear front runners to make the grand final. Yes. No, oh, guaranteed, yeah. Um, whereas you probably, a few weeks ago, you probably wouldn't have thought that. But that's my opinion now. Yeah, they. to be honest... Kudos, obviously, you do have to criticise in their game is they're pretty woeful in front. 12 goals, 19 points. Yeah. You know, still got still got the bickies in the end, but, um, yeah, they've got to fix that. Any other week, that, that wouldn't have won them that game. Mind you, speaking of, I was speaking of them not being good in front. Did you think, see Guffrey's kick from the boundary? No, it was pretty smooth. Remind me. That was a bit like Gary Ablett. It was in that sort of pocket on the sort of, well, in the pocket, flanky area, and he was on the line and yeah, yeah just slotted it. Just through. nice. Like a swish. Yeah. Beautiful. Very nice. Petrarca had his three goals. Yeah, he did. But he's lost his partner in crime. Oliver. Old, old Sal would decide to uh, go the hand and not the ball. And he's... Bro, I told you. So... In, the last, in danger. In the last podcast, I said one just had, because we were watching it last week. So, yeah, I said that there was one tonight and now he's going to miss. So it's minimum a week. Yeah. Minimum a week that Oliver will miss. And I've read that Luke Dunstan's set to replace him for the game in Ellis. He had 31 disposals in the VFL. Yeah. So yeah. he is looking like he'll be a smooth operator for this week if he's not in there. Jack Viney with his 35. Yeah. Good game for him. Yeah, definitely. You know who also was good, though? Dangerfield. 
Yeah. Had his rest, but he's come back. Had 32 disposals, nine yep. clearances, eight inside 50s, 702 metres gained, and kicked himself four straight points. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love that you like, just love uh, the fact that he's kicked the points. I underline that stat when I've written that down just to highlight the four points. Oh, he signed up to Channel 7. Dangerfield has. Ugh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, good bloke. I just don't want to hear him. I don't mind hearing him. Oh, I'd rather hear him than fucking Rashudo. Great footballer. He's just so protected. Rashudo was a great footballer too. Doesn't make him a good commentator. He can't even speak proper English. Yeah, that is true. Honestly, he's fucking terrible. Not a lot of people out of South Australia get a good rap like Kane Corns. He's hey, an idiot. Maybe just South Australia. No, I shouldn't say that. Just no. Um, he's, he's an idiot. Do you know? So Gorn's come back. He's had his time off, and he's finally returned. Um, and Gorn and Jackson have won the hitouts, forty-nine to sixty. Yep. You know what they didn't win? The clearances, fifty-four to thirty-six. That's where the ball's going when they hit it, and there. I think Geelong beat Melbourne at their own game. They certainly did. I, I honestly do. So Oliver, Brayshaw, Viney, all that. So Viney got his thirty-five, obviously. Clayton Oliver. 34 like, and 1 or 23 contested possessions that's phenomenal from Clayton yeah. Oliver he's, one of them broke his finger but yeah. but you know what I mean like so that they play that game whereas Geelong just shut them down they also played too much of a handball game Geelong had 103 kicks oh excuse me sorry they had 103 marks yep to the D67 and if you look if you look at the kicks to handballs, yeah, D's lead handballs, Geelong lead kicks. Yep. And it, it was just something that's significant. Um, one thing that I can commend Melbourne for, though, is um, May was able to keep Cameron goalless. Not only that, um, Hawkins only scored himself one goal for the night and a couple points. Good for the rest of the comp. Good for your boys in the Coleman medal race as well. For Charlie, I think I'd like to. I should have actually done this, but how far? I wonder how far um, Harry McKay is. Because yeah, he's, he's, he he's doesn't. A, uh, from he's what I saw today, he's missed. I don't think game. he's in the top five. Nah, because he's missed games. But they do say that um, Charlie wins the uh, Coleman this year. It'll be like some super rare, iconic. Thing that hasn't happened for years and oh, years. Oh, the two different full forwards. Yeah, or two, the same two team. different forwards from the same team. But yeah, no, just to highlight how well May and just the defence of Melbourne were able to do with Lever and whatnot down back was um, Cameron got no goals and only had four score involvements, zero goal assists. Yeah. Hawkins on the other end. Which yeah. is not a, that's really unlike him. They, he did push up a bit more than Hawkins, but Hawkins, on the other hand, even though he got one goal too, he had two goal assists and 11 score involvement. So he still was a little bit of a hazard Cameron, it, But Cameron's playing that new role now too, where Scott moves him into the middle yep. through that centre bounce. So that's an interesting one as well. Did you see uh, my boy Fritch got a bit of backlash this week? For? Hogging. You know, yes. Or as they yes. say, burning his teammates. I saw yeah. the footage. One was a little bit hair trigger. I think he had to think fast. But um, yeah, the other one he certainly should have thought bad. of his options. But yeah. I don't know. Panicked football. Melbourne struggling. I don't know what pressure's on him. Um, you know, Probably one thing not, I just didn't put together. To I was talking with a mate uh, this week 
footy. Um, you know, everyone's so happy with Stengel being so awesome. Mm. But, like, of course he's going to be. He was mates with Eddie Betts at Adelaide before he had his little hoo-ha and lost his contract there. And then Eddie's brought him over to Geelong because he's a Ford coach. And look how electric he is. Mm. He's the exact same exciting player that Betsy was. Of course. That guy's a star in that team. Absolute gun. Rejuvenated. Now, Rejuvenated. Yeah, and he really gets mentored by Betts. Yeah. Reading into it. Like when he had to go into Darwin prior to getting into the Cats, mm. like Betts followed him up and was really emotional when apparently he was getting his games under his belt. So, yeah, just when I heard, you know, Betts was his mentor and I'm seeing how much of a gun he is, I'm like... Ah, this makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, that's what Betts is there for. So. Yeah, well, he's he, he's getting, he earns his pay, that's for sure. Um, also read that um, Sean Higgins, my boy from the Roos, he's uh, really struggled to play. He's only played five games this year, and he hasn't played since round seven due to soreness. He's now coming into form somewhat, but, you know, six games to go. Can he find a spot in that no, team? No, he doesn't get into that. Uh, he'd want to. The only way I think he does is yeah through injury. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. find his way into that side. Uh, one last highlight of that game was it was uh, Isaac Smith's two hundred fiftieth game. Yeah, two fiftieth. Yeah, too bad he didn't play the Hawks. That would have been just kind of cool to go with. But yeah, Cats on top, but both are sitting on twelve wins and four losses for the year. It's really crazy because the first three. Geelong, Melbourne, Fremantle are uh, 12 and 4. Yep. And Brisbane, Carlton, Collingwood are 11 and 5. Yeah. And there's your top six. That's It's crazy to think how close this season is. Yeah, well, I don't know who to go with. Like, I know at the moment... Everyone's on the Cats bandwagon, but yeah, the footy's exciting. I don't know what's going to happen. Neither do I. No. Neither do I. All right, let's move on. Sydney and the Bulldogs yeah. again. Another boring uh, game. Yeah, Sydney run away, 53 points at the G Friday. Western night. Bulldogs are in trouble. Yeah, well, there's a lot of talk about Bevo, actually. You know, he's out of contract at the end of next year. And, you know, as much as I commended what he did to Morris this year, you know, he was coming off being you know, losing the premiership. So people did want to hear what he had to say, but unfortunately his team hasn't backed it up and they're complete disarray. And then he's had a few other calls go wrong where he's called out other players with the treatment of, I think it was Norton, mm. which really shouldn't have got involved with. And yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but they have serious issues. They cannot get it together when they go to the top. I know I go over this every week, but yeah. They were just so slow to start. Sydney booted seven straight yep. to their 2-1. That is Sydney's best first quarter since round 12, 2018. Yeah, I'd believe not, that. Not the stats you want, you know. They were always going to come out firing, though. Oh, well, always. after what happened to Essendon the week before. Yep, they were always going to come out firing. And as a senior coach, I'm sure that Bevo would have stood there and said, boys... They're going to come out and they are going to try and blitz us off the line and we have to go with them. And they just didn't. They lost that game in the first quarter. Yeah, well, Horse pretty much said in the uh, coach's little chat at the end of the game that he just had to praise Sydney for their pressure. Yeah. You know, Warner, 667 metres gain. That guy just ran 
rampant all over as well. Again, 25 touches and a couple goals as well. And Mills as well. That guy got the coaches awards for the week. Um, 148 fantasy points if you follow that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But also, he led I haven't as well. in a while. He led 16 tackles. Most tackles for the hour round. Yeah. Guy was an absolute freak, but that's how hard they came out to play Sydney. So, yeah. Paddy, I love this I love this bloke, Paddy McCartan. It was his 50th. Yeah, I, I really love this bloke. I love the adversity that he's come from with all his concussions and, and all that sort of thing. You see him on the sideline when he comes off onto the bench and he's checking his blood sugar because he's a diabetic. Is that right? Yeah. Um, but him and his brother both playing in that Sydney back line, both great intercept markers. It's just a good story. It really is just a good story. I really like it. I really like him as a player. It's it, The only thing that I don't like about it is every single time he jumps for the ball, I I just think what could happen. Oh, That's no, he's it. He's in form. But he's, he's, he's confident in himself. Oh, absolutely, 100%, 100%. But I'm sure he was confident in himself. Every time he got knocked out as well. Yeah, well, you've got to be careful. They've, Sydney's lost their ruckman, Ladham, with a broken hand. And Norton's also possibly out now with knee soreness. The rucks have Just gone to themselves. shit, man. The rucks have gone to shit for everyone. Honestly. They really have. Tom Papley? Yeah, he's under How review. How good is that kid? Yeah, I, I felt like he was like COVID contagious almost, like just all over the ground. Yeah. He was just in everything. He's on report, though, for making contact on Dunkley on the head. Mm. But I think he'll get a fine because it looked pretty like fluent play. Yeah. didn't look dodgy at all. But yeah, no, did I. And it looked like head. he was already over the ball when that happened. I think it's two players that have just both head over the ball and one's come off second best. But I, I think Papley would be fine. Do the, um, That's on tonight, isn't it? Tribunal. Oh, yeah, watch, see what happens. Might get some news while we're going. Um, do the dogs make the eight? No. They're every chance, but their football's horrible. Mm. You know, they do have Bailey Smith to return this week. Josh Bruce also has kicked four goals, five in the VFL, but, you know, he's an exciting forward. I love that bloke too. Yeah, Jeff. I know. They might have to pop him in there. That might be where they need to go. Start getting these players in. I, I think it gets really hard for the dogs now. Um and the only reason that I think it gets really hard for the dogs, and it's not just them, it's the Gold Coast and the power. Um, I, see, a lot of things would have to go wrong for those teams above them for them to make it. Well, really, truly, we're going to know what happens next week because St Kilda is in horrible form at the moment and if the dogs don't get up against them... Don't say that. They fucking beat us two weeks ago. They have their moments, but yeah. Well, yeah, well... Look at yeah. that. We're their only W in the last five rounds. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> must have had terrible. a hoodoo that day, or they just, yeah. But, yeah, they've got the Saints, and Sydney's taken on Freo as well. That'll be a good game. Oh, yeah, it's like teams inside that eight, they keep taking, they keep playing each other and things like that, and it's it's just remained so tight, though. But I don't think the doggies make it. And I don't think... I don't. Do you I think don't, they make it? No, I don't at all. Their football's not exciting enough. They're just so slow. Mm. Hey, have you seen as well today, just come up in the news, that uh, Sydney offered Franklin a contract for about 500k for next year, but he's yeah, wanting... he wants 700. 
to 800 or else he might go look to play at a third club elsewhere. Where is he going to go for 700 to 800? No one uh, is going to pay him 700 to 800. I hope North don't offer him anything to help coach Larky down there. But you never know how stupid they could be in dice straights. But not that much. He ain't worth it. No, he's worth 500. Yeah. Good call by Sydney. Yeah, I think so too. All right, let's move on. This was disappointing, man. Yeah, I was excited for once. I was so excited. I messaged you while I was at work because I had it on my phone and I was, man, 28 points up and I was so excited for North. And then that last quarter just let them down. Yeah, Pies got up by seven in the end at the MCG. They kicked five goals straight in the last to win. And it really mattered. Um, yeah, Three-quarter effort by Ruse. They've done it twice this year. They uh, were up. At one point against Sydney, I think in uh, well, round three or so, and they were actually leading sixty-seven to sixty, and ended up losing the final to Sydney eighty-six to seventy-five. Yeah. So they've just yeah they've unfortunately gone real struggle street there. They actually statistically beat Collingwood over the ground Quite if you well, go over yeah. the stats. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah, they absolutely fizzled in that last quarter. Could not get their hands on the ball. Looked exhausted. They actually looked like they literally well, had ran out of legs. They'd thrown everything at him. Absolutely everything. You know, Larky's five goals were like really good. Oh, you know, I was wrapped for him. I really yeah, was. There was five bags of five goals this round. Yeah. You had your boy Kuno. Um, you had uh, McKay as well. Lewis McKay. Yep. Yeah, I missed someone else in there, but it was good, good to see, you know, some big goal kicking going yeah, on. Yeah, I agree. But, um, LDU, man, how yeah, good is he? Yeah, he's certainly getting his praise this week, and they're all keen he's got the three votes. Do you know what's really sad, though? He probably deserves an All-Australian Guernsey, but I don't think he's going to get it. And he's I don't think year. he's going to get it because he plays for North, because they don't look at... Those really low sides. Yeah, no, but he, it's a shame because I think he deserves it. Yeah, his game was outstanding. He had 791 metres gained, plus he had his 33 disposals, 12 clearances, 11 tackles, plus 14 inside 50s. He got the double, quadruple, whatever they call it, yep. which is a bit rare in footy, but yeah, he done... Quadruple, double? Something like that, yeah, done, done really good. And look at, these, look at these three names. So, score involvements, Goldstein with nine, tackles... Hugh Greenwood with 11, contested possessions, Jai Simpkin with 18. That's, they're the names that you want to hear that yeah. are leading from the front. Yeah, they did have Jason Horn running around now, with him as well. I've got a question here. What, what do you does he say? come back in this week? Yeah, he does. He had 29 disposals and a goal in the VFL. He's, he'll slide back in very much so. Yep. I even think Karen Thomas will probably come back in. Mm-hmm. He wasn't playing on the weekend and... um. Yeah, I reckon you might see him play. I think Tarrant Thomas deserves Tarrant Thomas deserves to come back in. Well, he's been a bit, but probably before um, Horn Francis. Realistically, yeah. if you can only get one out, yeah. um, I think Thomas comes in. Yeah, Mo- Noble kept McKay down in defence, and that was a good call. Agreed. He's not yeah. a forward. No. <laughs> so, yeah. so it was a good call. Felix only had. Eight contested marks down uh, there. Unless he's the same person as um, Harry. I tell you who's. You never most, know. I tell you who's the most happiest about the Roos not winning though. West Coast fans. They were pretty nervous. They were going to get put back 
on the bottom of the ladder, I'm sure. I don't know why you would be nervous. Because if you're going to get a number one draft pick, get it. They want it too because, you know, that team is in big trouble. Wait, Emily, Emily was saying today, he goes, next year's going to be even worse for West Coast Eagles. Let's be honest. We, we've been saying it for a long time. The Eagles are going to be in the exact same predicament as you guys in North uh, for the next two years. Yep. They will be because they'll have to get rid of all these older players and either put them on year-to-year contracts and they're not going to play them out anyway. JK, is he's cooked. I'll be very surprised if he goes again. Yeah. Even in, all, in every single interview, all he says is, I'm sore, I'm battered. <laughs> like, I, yep. You know, like it's he's... finally caught up with him. Yeah, he's what, 32? Um, he'd be around there. I don't but know off the yeah, top of my head, prone. but he would be around there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Jack, I, I just want to touch on it. Jack Ginnivan? Yeah. So what Got, are you thought? What are your thoughts? What are you thoughts? Because I don't think they know what to do now. No, I don't think I've, the umpires know. You know, I've seen you commenting on old Facebook as well, chat with your mates about this stuff. But I'm happy with the umpire call because, you know, the rule is if you duck, you know, it's a free kick. You've had a prior and you've chosen to duck. That's in the rules. They shouldn't be confused on this. They were actually spoken about at the start of the year. The umpires, they were well informed. They get shown what happens with him. Um, the young fella leads. The free kick count for high tackles. I yeah. think it's on something like, or something 17 like that. like that. And he's five ahead of the next person. And, you know, we went on the week before about him actually training at, uh, at the club, showing other blokes. And someone's going to get prone to an injury one day. Mm. Someone will get hurt. So I'm happy if he starts getting called out on it. I'm happy for it to Play happen. On, I think I'm holding I, the ball. Yeah, but I think I'm happy for it to happen if it's a rule. So currently, it is a rule. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. It's not a rule. The, you, the rules do not say that you can you can't duck. The rules say that if you don't dispose of the ball properly, you like you can be pinged. the The ducking thing is play on, and then if you're wrapped up, and then you're holding the ball, then so be it. That's the call. But there's no free kick against just because you duck. That's a play on call. If the ruling is, if they come back and they say to all the clubs and the presidents and the CEOs and say, okay, we want we want the rule to be uh, not changed but worded as such that if you draw the high free kick by one, dropping the knees, or two, dropping the shoulder, or three, raising the arm, that is going to be called play on. And if you are wrapped up because of that, you have, you've got rid of your prior and it is holding the ball. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's too technical. You don't want this in the game full stop. No, you don't. I'd rather them umpire it out and say, nope, you drew the free kick and play it on. And he's not the only player doing it. No, he's Pendlebury's not. trying it as well. Oh, mate, Sh- Shuey's been doing it, Selwood's been doing it. They're all no, these... but I mean the Collingwood and... Football Club's dropping oh, their body, okay, like yeah. as a team. Like, yeah. it's just... And all yeah. of these guys, all of the guys that have done it previously yeah. have all gone through exactly what Ginnivan's going through right now. Um, Just while we're on talking about the tackles and we're speaking of Collingwood, I just want to quickly highlight, when I was watching it, that McCreary was just unreal, particularly in the last quarter. His yeah. pressure and his tackles were just phenomenal. And that's the quarter where Stevenson really lagged and he went, I think he was playing on him and that's where 
He just went nuts. Jeez, he made some shocking decisions. Particularly Jeez. in last, but he wasn't too bad all day. He assisted a few goals, but yeah. He's been called out. He's he said to the haters that he's got some soreness, but he's been looking a bit slow for a while, and he's on good money. Um, Is he on good money? Is yeah. he on great money, is he? I'm pretty, pretty sure he's on a good whack. Yeah. He signed a mega... Do- this is probably why Collingwood got rid of him. Now, he hasn't put on any bulk or anything. Yeah. And that was expectations put on him. Um, I was excited for one point. I didn't realise too. I was watching the game on the weekend when commentators mentioned that uh, coach has never been able to win when they've played against their son in the opposition. Oh, yeah. I heard and Brownie I thought, mention oh, this. thought, oh, well, here we go. We might actually get a little win here, but unfortunately, no. We didn't. So, you First know, time. Dad didn't get that. But, yeah, kudos to Collingwood. That's, you know, seven in a row now. Um, they did Realistically, keep... they could go eight, nine, ten in a row. Yeah, but they've got concerns when they've let teams like West Coast and Kangaroos. And Kangaroos are historically bad. Almost as bad as Fitzroy 96 bad. And they nearly got rolled by the worst team going. So, you know, as much as they've got their points and their wins, they've got to look at that. That's not good. And one thing Ruse did do good is they... um. Kept Dacos down to about 20 touches. Isn't that amazing how we're saying kept Dacos to 20 touches? <laughs> yeah, I know. And most of these guys playing this game can't get 20 touches. One of my favourite bits of play on the day, I hate when I enjoy Collingwood moments, but was just seeing his brother give him the hands and just watching Nick slot mm. it through. Just Josh gave him a nice little handball there in the pocket and he just graced, or not in pocket, on the flank, and he just had the poise of one of those greats just straight through the middle. Yeah. Ball doesn't even deviate, just went dead straight. He's a gun. Yeah. I gonna be a really, really good player. Yeah. Um you know, so the week before we talk about um Clayton Oliver signing a seven year contract and now Grundy's in big shit. Not in big shit, he just doesn't know whether or not he's gonna be playing for Yeah, and he, well he wants to stay in Melbourne too, and they're saying GWS maybe or whatnot. But yeah, I don't think Pies need him at all. Yeah, I think they'd probably argue that they could use him. But these long-term contracts, these are the issue. Mm. When these things sneak in. I'm not saying that's going to happen with Oliver or whatnot, but when they gave this to Grundy, he was everything and everything. Yeah. And now he's not. Yeah, but is he not only because he's injured right now? Yeah, but they're still winning? If they weren't winning, we would be saying, oh, they really need Grundy back. But also, it's who, who he's... Who's filled in for him? Coxie and Cameron are just outstanding. Yeah. Like, he will... Have been, If yeah. he's 100% at his best, I still wouldn't pick him unless he was exceptional in the VFL. Oh, I'd pick him. I'd I'd pick him over uh, Cox, 100%. Oh, not this Not this year. Well, this year he's hardly played. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Hang on. I just want to also go over something here with our... Because one thing we haven't discussed exactly is Noble. We've gone over No, we'll, get, we'll save that for later because it'll be a long discussion. All right. I don't want to... I just, just do the games first, save the shit talk for later. All right. All right, coach. You're going to have a good... You're going to have a good All long right, opinion. Coach. All Trust right, Suns-Richmond. Great game of football. Well, wasn't really going to be. It looks better than what it was. 
and oh, it ended exceptionally the, well. Absolutely. But yeah, Suns getting up by two points after the sign. That comeback was amazing. Yeah, Noah Anderson. Noah Anderson, boyhood dream. Brand name now for all Suns people. So, you know, this isn't the first time this has happened either. No, Carmichael, Carmichael Hunt, Hunt did, did it. it to Richmond as well. I think yeah. it was for their first win, wasn't it? Uh, no, nah, it wouldn't have been their first. Oh, no, it wouldn't have been their first win. Hmm. I don't know. You have to have a look at it. But oh, yeah, it was yeah, a great... certainly not the first time they'd done it over Richmond. Yeah, absolute shocking how Richmond gave that up. I think they were, what, 40 points up at one point? Yep. And yeah, absolutely gave it away. That last quarter, though, was all... Just Suns were outstanding. Charles, you know, third goal with about a minute to go to give him that sniff, and Charlie Ballard as over well over the back too. Yeah, I know. Like you you'd, a freak. You'd hate it. Like yeah. And then you had Charlie uh, Ballard's smuggle on Castagna's kick for goal. Yep, that's a massive. That was save. great. That was fantastic. That's just as important as kicking a goal. You know, um, yeah, they traded by forty in the third and twenty-eight points going into the last quarter. So, yeah, that's just outstanding for you from the Suns. I, I love getting behind these guys. I just don't hate them. No, not like um, I hate Shea Bolton's face. <laughs> I hate he his, was a, He's amazing, though. He is, but I hate that smug look on his head. Yeah, they even started the bloke in the uh, centre square for the first quarter. Guys, just, yeah. He is electric. Yeah, he got I can't, three I can't goals, argue with that. But. Three goals, three and 29 disposals. The guy is worth his money. Oh, yeah, 100%. Hey, remember old Marlon Pickett? Came in on the grand final side years ago. Yep, still playing. Second, first game. Well, it was his 50th. So he's been around for a little while now. Mm. But, yeah. What, what, what do you reckon, though? Richmond are missing Dusty, Vlosten, Ross, Lambert. They also lost Lynch in the first quarter. Mm. Hamstring. Yeah. No good. Well, I don't think that killed him. Because if you go through and have a look at that, okay, they lost uh, they lost Lynch in that first quarter. Well, in that second quarter, they poured on four goals, uh, four goals, five, and then poured another three goals, three on in the third. Yep. So it's not like they needed him. In those spurts. Yeah, well, they didn't have... You know who his sons didn't have? Isaac Rankin. Yeah, hasn't even come back in yet. Yeah, he's still out on health health and safety protocols. Yep. So, yep. you know, he's outstanding. But they, the sons, realistically, they didn't need to win after... or well, they shouldn't have needed to win after the siren. They poured in seven goals, three, in that last quarter. Yep. So... So Massing's last effort. Yeah, um, 100%. Matty Rowe's an absolute freak. Yep. Just some of his stats. He leads the tackles on 119. Chucks his head over the ball too. Yeah, but he doesn't put, he's not walking off the field with all the bandages like Sal would. No. Yep. He also leads the pressure axe on 473 and defensive half pressure axe on 219. Yeah. Not bad going. Yeah, I hope Jason Norman Francis, because he gets How long rated. has he been around? Two years? This year and last year? Yeah, but he also had injury. He got he was out for a good stint too. Oh yeah, yeah. shoulder was it? Yeah, so he's he's really grown into himself. He's got that massive body on himself mm. that doesn't look like a kid. So yeah. 
and you know with the sun's coming up like this and he's he's running on the ball doing stuff like this with tackles and pressure i'm just i love that guy enjoying his footy yep yeah, and um, Hugo, Ralph, Hugo Ralph Smith got the uh, nab for Richmond this week. Yeah, rising star, yeah, yeah. nomination. Um, did you see the video of the young boy, the young son supporter that yeah, was in the crowd? I did. Great. That was fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was really I would cool. have loved to have been in that game in that moment as well. Yeah. I, th- I just thought it was really cool. It obviously made that kid's day. Oh, I just Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yep. Um, um, hit. Tigers have gone down to eighth. Got Ruse coming up, which is a sure win. That thirty-six points. I think they'll make it. Do you reckon they'll start sitting so. pretty for finals? I think so. And I, I, do you know what I hope happens? I hope that Carlton finish fifth and Richmond finish eighth, and I hope that in week one we fucking smash them. Oh, you would too. You really would. That's my dream. Kick them out of the fucking finals and fuck them off. You've really got the jump on them now. I don't know. They fuck. We're, oh, we're, every, we're, it, no, we don't play them again because they just beat us. Yeah, but I mean, like, there was just a period where every round one match to start the year, oh, first game man. was always just watching you guys get rolled. Yeah, it was bullshit, but you just you watched it because it was always the first game of footy in so long. But yeah, no good. Um, moving on? Yeah. All right, Fremantle defeated St Kilda 41 points at Marvel on Saturday night. You watched this? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Bits and spurts. I watched it. I knew um, you would. Of course you would. Well, I wasn't watching Some games, fu- Some games I know I don't have to take as many notes for because I know no. oh, Brody's going to know this stuff no, inside I'm t- out. I'm Fremantle t- and Carlton. I'm telling you now, I started off watching the Port Adelaide and the Giants game because I thought it was going to be closer than the Fremantle-St Kilda game. Um <laughs> And I turned that shit off because it was boring as batshit. Um, but no, I ended up watching probably from quarter time. I watched yeah. the Dockers game. Um, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, they've moved up to third on the ladder now. Yeah, but I think they deserve it. Oh, 100%. That, like, you watch them play footy, man, and they're just all a bunch of young kids that just play as a team and they know how to do it. Yeah, no, um, just before we get into the game, and I know you've commented on this as well, but Rory Lobb. What the fuck was wrong with that cunt? Do you remember? Uh, oh, His no. hair, man, seriously. Do you remember watching Rocky, I think it was four? We took on the, I think it's the Yeah, Russian. he did, exactly yeah, the same. Dolph Lundgren or whatever it is. <laughs> yes, like, yes. Oh, that's exactly who I thought it was Horrible. as soon as I saw it. Horrible. That haircut's all the rage. Um, Stands out. Man, not even the bloody... It's worse than fluoro boots. I don't it's... know if they're looking for votes or what. Mate, it's not even the bloody haircut, though. Not even the haircut. It's the colour. What was he trying to do? Was he trying to bleach his hair and it's gone a little bit carrot? Or... <laughs> what? I don't... How could you, honestly, step foot onto the ground... I, I, I don't know how awesome. you could be okay with that. Well, In the you... afternoon, like, surely Where... you would make... A, an emergency trip to a salon and say, fix this, because I've got to step on the Marvel Stadium tonight in front of, well, t- 2,000 Saints fans. Well, I think <laughs> I just think we're a bit old and out of fashion now. I just don't reckon we know what's hit. Yeah. yeah. But I still wouldn't do that, and I still wouldn't wear that mullet. 
Or give st- me son a clip over the head if I saw him with that mullet. I still wouldn't get a mullet ever. I won't let any of my kids get mullets. I think it's dumb. I think it's um, a dumb haircut. Oh, Fifey stood up. He had five disposals coming in at halftime. Yeah. And then he moved into the centre and just went whack. Yep. Three goals to his name. Yep. He there really... are still people that argue that they don't need him. Well, and he is their weapon. I tell you, if they want him to have a career in the forward line, he does really need to get behind his kicking, though. Because, you know, he's, he's kicking last year was six goals, 21 points. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's really just got to make sure he focuses on that straight kick. If that's where they're going to try to get him to, you know, get familiar and stay down in that forward line. Tell you what, though, 10 score involvements from him. Yeah, no. It's not bad going. That's why you want to keep him in your side. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, Brayshaw, your boy, dude. three six disposals, 569 metres gained. He's fucking amazing, eh? Yeah, he's the Brownlow. I got fucking money on him, and I reckon he I could think, fucking win it. Sorry, I think Cripps is bit out now. No, Cripps, is done. Cripps was done weeks ago. Yeah, he's he was done weeks ago. Bit unfortunate. Bray, Brayshaw, I reckon, is right up there. I think he's right up there. Yeah. Um, see that free kick to Frederick? At three-quarter time, turned into a 50 metres. Yes. Bad call. That was St. Kilda's free. The Saints, Saints players were livid. Now, this is this was the it holding was dropping, the ball. Yeah, they yeah. got them first dropping the ball. Yeah, so Sarong, I think it was Sarong, dropped it, and they were saying, no, play on. He dropped it on his foot, and then Brad Hill picked it up, run through Frederick, got him, and, and yeah, it was As a Saints ball. fan, you'd Matt's be Stavik. livid. Matt Stevic, too. Best umpire in the... Land, I reckon. That's what they said. It's a bit unfortunate, but yeah. Did it make a difference, though? I don't think though. They got they they got done by forty points. Maybe you know, it changed that moment. Yes, but I don't think it changed the outcome of the game. Just say Kilda. Granted, don't completely write them off. They were leading at half time. It was seven goals six to six goals four. You know they Fremantle were second best for the first half. Yep. Um. And but you they know they led, close, they led though. they led the clearances ten two and sixty nine to fifty two for contested possessions at the time. Yeah, but yeah, um, I'm really wrapped that Bailey Banfield stays in that side. Kicked his two goals too this weekend. I'm really glad that Banfield has kept that spot. You know, because he's a good player. Yeah, yeah, they won't they won't move him at all. Um, King for St Kilda though really has to fire up. He won't move either King, but he really needs to fire up. Man, I, I, we said it. Well, I said it to you. I think a couple of weeks back. If that kid learns how to kick straight, the league needs to be put on notice. He's because averaging. He's going to kick a hundred goals if he ever learns how to kick straight. Well, he's averaging one goal since the buy. Prior to the buy, was averaging three goals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing he does lead though is the contested marks forty. To Lynch on 39, Norton on 36. I was going to say, Norton would be up there. Yeah, so, yeah, he, he's getting, he's got a good set of mitts on him. Mm. He's just got to really get that kick really working for him. Yeah, and that absolutely. confidence up. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's not much more that you can say on this. What was the free kick count, do you know? I haven't checked this one at all, no. I don't remember it being that far off. So it might, I, I don't know. Generally speaking, um, St Kilda fans always... I went on to their... Heart done, boy. Yeah, no, I went on to the St Kilda page 
because I like to see what the fans generally say. Fans are fans always call things out a little bit too much. I actually honestly follow you know Collingwood, Geelong, and all that on Facebook now. Yeah, it's really boring though, but it is interesting just to see comments just because fans get emotional and say the truths for their team that news won't say. But yeah, say Kilda fans massively blame the umpires. Really, they do. They blame their team, but they were all going on about the umpiring. Wow, I wouldn't have expected that from the Saints. Yeah, I don't have evidence-based stuff just, here. Just I my just old do, scanning. I just wouldn't have thought, ah, oh, you know, jump straight at the umpires. I suppose it's a, they're the easiest ones to blame. Though, well, if you keep yapping just for one little minute while I concentrate, I'll tell you the free kick count. Well, I've got it here. Well, so if we go right there, free kicks were ramps. twenty-two to seventeen there Saints way. So. Even if we take that little free kick and that goal off to Frederick, you're still getting pumped by six goals. So. Yeah. Well, and, it's, and it's not looking good for him. No, and St Kilda, you know, their last five, they're looking at, you know, four losses and one win against your mob, as you said. Yeah, we're the only and ones. Rat and squirming, and they're sitting in ninth, you know. They're equal with Richmond, just obviously 10, 10 below on the percentage. They're 116 to 104. But, yeah, they really... They've really got to come up against the dogs, because mm. obviously Richmond's going to get there for. So if they want to keep staying in contention and not get Richmond a game clear on them, they've really got to come out to make sure they stay in this fight. Yeah, I agree, and that's what I mean. But I think it's, I think St Kilda now are the only ones that I think can do it, barring something going really wrong. Because St Kilda and Richmond, they're going to get those games but the doggies the suns the power they like the power realistically would be the ones that i'd be worried about not the dogs yep um but yeah who uh, like who have the saints got next week saints dogs that's a massive game oh yeah it is, too. it is too so that's why it's so important as well they get up they they allow dogs to keep heat on them as well in that spot for the finals hunt yeah so it's a really important game for st kilda Interesting. And also, you know, assuming Tigers are going to smash the roots, that's going to be massive on their percentage. Well, you never know. I know, you never know. I'm only speaking... Mate, Patch Adams might give them all a kick up the ass. Mm. You never know. Are we moving on? Yep. Port Adelaide. Very, very, very ugly game. There was nothing good to report for GWS. There's nothing. Port port fans can obviously be very happy. Rosie was sensational. Um, I think that he is now, I think you can put him in that sort of elite class. I oh, honestly yeah, do. Guaranteed, yeah. He, uh, um, he's, he was always going to be good. The fact that they, uh, I, I had to laugh uh, beginning of last year when, you know, Kane Corners was really getting up about him being better than Walsh and rah, rah, rah. Shouldn't have won, shouldn't have won the... Yeah. Rising star and fucking mm-hmm. no, he didn't. He didn't have a better year than Walsh. Simple as that. But um, he's he's going to be an elite footballer. Oh yeah, he's exciting to watch again as well. Yeah, he's got a name that's just good to say as well. Rosé. Yeah, flows off the tongue. Connor Ray. Um, Port just you know they're one win out of the eight. I know we're saying doggies won't make it, but Porter on the same. Points of 32 to the dogs, but complete different football. Yeah. 
And they're a bit more threatening. I'm not sold do they make it, though, but they are one win out of the eight, technically. I don't know if they make it either, mm. but if it, if anyone's going to make it, it's them. You know, yeah. In my opinion. You know, it's, it's really fortunate, too. What's made them this fortunate to be one game out of the eight was the losses this weekend for the Tigers, St Kilda and Bulldogs. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have this opportunity to be this close. Oh, brother, you don't have to talk to me about that. <laughs> I support Carlton. Yeah. Mate, Essendon beating Sydney. Uh, you know, yeah. Essendon beating Brisbane. Oh, it's it's been great for yeah. my club too. Yeah. Well, I think Suns beating Richmond. Port Port don't make it though. They they they've still got to play the D's, the Cats, Pies, and the Tigers. Yeah. And that's yeah four of six. So, no. Well done to them, but they they're gonna stay around. They probably there. Lo- they probably lost. You know, they probably lost it in the first five games, going zero on five. Yeah. That's amazing to start five straight losses and now to be playing the footy they're doing. You don't write them off when you play them now. Yeah, still 12th though. Yeah. Only by percentage, I suppose. Because yeah, the was, ladder's so tight. Butters was awesome to watch running around after he'd been off for two weeks with his knee. Mm. Um, you know, when you're talking yeah, about Rosie... head three weeks ago <laughs> as well. When you're talking about Rosie, his first half was exceptional as well, Rosé. He had um, three Rosie. goals. Rosie. I think it's Rosie. Three know. goals and six score involvements just in the first half. Yep. And also... What did he kick? Four? Four. Yeah, four all up, but just three in the first half alone. And Todd Marshall. I keep telling him, man. He's... <laughs> he's the most accurate kicker in the game. Yep. I'd believe he's that. He's an average on 32.9, Yep, I'd average. believe that. Yeah. But he's he just... Is, he is going to be a star. Yeah, I love watching him. Yeah. He's a good forward to watch. Yeah, like absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Because he's what a forward should be. Yeah. Mark the ball, kick the ball straight through the goal. But even just the it's way he actually goes about just that motion of kicking the footy. Yeah. Yeah, he's just all class. See, that was always Hawkins for me. Yeah. Everything, yep. that, he, everything that he did was clinical, you know? Like Matthew Lloyd. Everything that he did was, you could tell, he carried that from when he was a kid. Yep. Him throwing the grass at Marvel where there's no fucking wind because the roof's on. Um, yeah. Cornelio again? Yeah. Leading possession getter on the ground? Yeah, 32 possessions. He's come on. He's come on. This year he's really stepped up. Yeah, I think he's answered that question, hasn't he? Um, but still, you get those scores, but it's still G- G- GWS's lowest score for the year. Yeah. So it's great he had a great game. What but did they yeah. kick? Three goals, 11. Yeah, really terrible kicking. Um, Davis has done his hamstring as well. Yeah, that's really sad for him. You know, he's missed he missed months with a grade th- three tear to his left, and now he's done it to his right. Really sad for him. Yeah, and he's coming he out spent of contract. So much time injured. He's still, I think, him and Callum Ward are two of the only. Um, oh, Cornelio might be in that discussion as well. Two of the only originals. Originals. Yeah, he was actually the first to sign with GWS in Drew Davis. Yeah. yeah, well, he was their inaugural captain, wasn't he? Yep. So. So yeah, but I think he's he's yeah, he's in trouble. His body's blowing out on him. Oh, and it has his whole career, unfortunately. And how do you feel for McVeigh? Are they going to keep him or replace him? You know, they're talking about this offensive style of coaching, more attacking, but you know. That's a flogging. To be honest, I don't know. They have no uh, control this game. Yeah, but we're talking about a flogging from a team 
that we're saying is on the up. No. So it's they're like they're a game out of the eight. You can see from GWS, Hawthorne, Adelaide, Essendon, West Coast, North, they are the teams that are those sort of yep. bottom feeder clubs currently. Whereas the Power, the Suns, the Bulldogs are all one game out of the eight. Mm. So right from one to eleven or one to twelve, you're Still in the hunt for finals, realistically. Yep. Uh, yeah. They've made some interesting moves on the weekend, though. They also moved Nick, Hine, Nick Hayes uh, forward. Mm. He's a 2020 All-Australian defender. Yeah, but you've, they've done this with Himmelberg, too. Hasn't worked. He hasn't kicked a goal. Who? Hayes or Himmelberg? Yeah, Hayes. Mm. You know, some of these moves, you know, it's like when they moved McKay forward for the Ruse. The idea is cool if it works. It just doesn't. Yeah, but I think you've got to give it to McVeigh. Like how how long has he been there? Three weeks? Four weeks? Yes, very sure, yeah. So you, he's going to try and explore things and, and all that sort of stuff. So do they keep him? I don't know. But would I give him an opportunity? Well, he's going to coach the next six games. Um, one award as well is Pow Pepper is the AFL's naughty boy for the week. Gave away the most frees. Five. It's West Australian, I think. Is he? I think so. He's got a record, doesn't he? He actually is a bit of a bad boy, isn't he? Is he? I'm not sure. I don't know. But um, he's a fucking good player. Goes about it, chases hard, kicks a, go- kicks a goal when you really need him to. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him as a player. I'd certainly have him. Yeah. Well, next game's a good one. Yeah, what is it? Don's defeated the Lions by 10 points at the Gabba. I'm not reading too much into this. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I, only, I, know. Got to, I only got to listen to it. They've got 11 out to COVID. Yeah, but you know what? Big outs in all, in all seriousness, though, Brits should have still won that. Yeah, it was pretty tight, but Essendon always had the reins. Like, after the first, when they both came out even, two goals, three... Essendon were always just those couple goals in front the whole way through. Yep. Two metre Peter as well, kicked his five. Gun. He is. Yeah. Just needs help. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, uh, we can say it every week. And Merritt was exceptional as well. He was he was just in control in that centre. Yep. Yep. Um, but this is amazing for Essendon. There's, there's, there's talk about him trading Merritt. Really? Does he want out or they want him out? No, there's just whispers. Mm, well, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's amazing. You know, they've just been say kid. Uh, they've just been Sydney Essendon have eight days earlier. Yep. You know, they've also should have beaten the Eagles beat a week Saint before Kilda. that. But they've had they three wins in four matches. Yep. Yeah, this is not what you I know, and realistically only got done by twenty six points by Carlton four weeks ago, and sixteen points by Port. Five weeks ago. Yeah. I don't think they're... Um, I think they're going to be okay. Yeah, well, this... No, Which is really ironic for me to say because I've I, I've been saying they are fucking shit for no, the entire year. They, I don't know what their problem is, but they finished last year in the eight, I'm fairly certain. That's why Malthouse was expecting them to make mm. finals. 
They start off horrible. This is what they should have been playing from the get-go. Yeah. This is what Essendon fans expected them to be at. I'd be asking big questions why it's taken all the way till the end when they don't stand a chance, even winning these magical games when the well, points can't don't make matter. It, yeah. 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 Like, there's no talk of them making anything. So, too little, too late. And they're really going to have to have big talks about what's stalled. And again, you know, they've got the internal reviews. So, what they do, I don't know. But um, Essendon, Essendon just literally had space all over the field. Smashed them in disposals. 81 more disposals. Yeah. And they only won by 10 points, but they had 81 more posies. 40 more kicks, 40 more handballs. Mm. Yeah, the uncontested possessions, 265 to 237. 35 more marks. Yeah, now Brisbane just, you know, they were, you know, on a struggle street. It's their first loss actually at the Gabba this year. Since actually, it's their first loss Is since. It really? Yeah, they haven't lost since their semi-final to the Bulldogs last year. Yep. Or technically, home and home and away round one that year. So Merritt had thirty-one, McCluggage twenty-nine. Nick Hind, who couldn't find a side in, uh, couldn't find a spot in that side at the start of this year, mm-hmm. and I was fucking losing it because he's a gun. Yep. Um, he had twenty-seven. They should have played. I'm Reece interested Matheson. with what Lockie Neal had because I think Caldwell held him. I think, oh, 21 He had nine kicks, twelve handballs. They um, so, and Caldwell had twenty-six. So I'm fairly certain they've had Matheson on emergency for two weeks. Yeah, he's... Put him in. He's, he's fit. It's freaking now, exciting. Was it Matheson that had... The, when he kicked his first goal, he pulled the shotgun yeah, out? That's that yeah, that's that bloke, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Well, your boy... Um, Not bad. Your boy, Neil, who we always go on about with his disposals... He, he got, got held. He, he got, got held. He got tagged out by Joe Caldwell. Yeah. 21. That's what I was just saying. I was interested. Yeah. And Cameron also, by Jake Kelly, was isolated to just one goal. Mm. That's massive. Really good play by Essendon there. Yeah, no, I, I don't know about uh, Brizzy because yeah, well, I know, I know they're all out with COVID and things like that. Now, you, like you've had COVID, I've had COVID. Mm. It's, you know, I don't think you've got any friends if you haven't had it by now. But mm. um, it, it's how these players come back for me. Because when they come back, is it going to? Are they going to be? healthy enough to run out games and things like that over the next couple of weeks. That's the issue. The The issue of missing a week because you've got COVID is is zero. Well, The issue of coming back fit enough to play at AFL level, that for me is a, a question. That's a big question for me. You know, and in their last five games, they've, Brisbane's been able to beat Dogs and St Kilda, but they haven't been able to beat Frio... Melbourne, you know? They're not winning the games that matter. The Frio, Melbournes. Um, I'm not sure if they've played. Haven't played Carlton. But that's just in the last five or so, yeah. Geelong. They played Geelong. But yeah, Essendon. Not sure. Essendon as well. We speak of, obviously, um, Brizzy having their outs, but Essendon were missing Parrish and also Young Gun Archie Perkins, both with calf issues. Yep. 
Um, yeah. Um, Peter Wright's gone up to 40 goals this year. 10 behind Kerno, who's on top. So, you know, he's having a really good year. Um, D'Ambrosio, our NAB winner the week before, he's out. Got a good cork. Yeah. So he's not going to be playing this week. Yeah. It's a shame for the kid. Do you find it interesting that... um? Do you find it interesting that, despite Rutten's success of late, that, you know, Essendon are still showing interest in Clarko and whatnot? Like, Rutten's no. smiling. No. No, I don't. I do, you, do I find it surprising? Is that your question? Yeah. Um, no, I don't. Because if you're going to... If you're even remotely close to looking at or potentially getting a new coach, then you'd look at Clarkson, 100%. He would be the first person that you would look at. Um, does Rutten deserve to stay off the back of... If they don't win another game, does he deserve to stay? No, I don't think so. No. I'm really surprised yeah, I that, agree with that it took till nobody would be the first coach sacked this year. Nah, I remember saying... No, no, I'm not surprised. It's actually good for footy. There yeah. are reasons for bad football at the moment. Um, but yeah, it just it's so, it's so fashionable to lose coaches. It's just surprising that... Well, particularly North. North were waiting, I'm in and own. Answer me this. Who was the last coach to willingly walk away from his job? Leon Cameron. GWS. You he, think he? Yeah, you he, think he, he actively one hundred percent willingly well, walked away from his job? If you're technically asking me, that's what he said. So yes, that's his words, and he looked happy too. I think he walked out um, under agreement with the club. Well, it's speculative, but absolutely, he, his own words was that it was mutual. So his words are Correct. that he was so, happy. So. No, no so mutual is different. That's that's not my question. You put a bit of spin on this. No, 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 that's not my question. Know. My question is, name me a coach that willingly has walked away from that role. Cameron, because he, all... might, he might have. He was pretty much like, yeah, I'm happy, I'm done, I'm out. But it was a mutual decision from yeah, but he the obviously, club He said he was talking him. with the club. It was, the timing was right, he said. It was good. I was going to them and they said it was great. He actually came to us first. So the club... He went to them first. They said it was actually great. He came to them first and made it less awkward. So he hasn't willingly walked away then? He has. He went to them first. He said, I'm, you know, I'm out. And the club's gone, yeah, no worries. We're going to sack him. Pretty anyway. much because they were looking at the other options. Remember, they want Clarko. They're still whining and dining Clarko. They're, they're the front runners for Clarko. I think uh, I think coaches leave because they're going to... Wait, I want good sound effects for that burn. I got you. I called uh, you out and I won, coach. I think coaches leave because they're going to get the sack. So, no no coach willingly walks away from their job. I might they, agree with they you. Leave, they leave because they're getting the sack. I might agree with you, but that was your question and I answered it correctly. <laughs> Fair enough. Facts, All right, let's go. Hawks defeated the Crows by 32 points on Sunday afternoon at Marvel. I did. Registering Hawthorne's 1,000th win. Yes. Kaboom. Nice stat. Yeah, man. I'm going to have to put a little ding. Yep. That's all right. You know, they've lost their last nine out of their last ten. Their last win for the Hawks was beating Brizzy in round ten. Oh, by under in, a goal. In Tassie. But yeah, finally. Um, 
just a great first quarter. Six goals, three to one goals to the Crows. Lewis kicking three goals by the first break and going on to kick his five. And um, their ruck, McAvoy, back after the uh, neck break. Yep. Moved around up forward a bit, went in a few ruck. John Newcomb. He's a captain too. Yeah. But he's been out for months. Yeah. John Newcomb, the young gun as well. He was a real threat at one point to really take that nab. Not a threat, but he was big, big at him. But he still, he played exceptionally well. I thought he was a threat. I still really it's all Dacos. think... It's been an incredible year for Dacos. If it wasn't for Dacos, you'd have a lot more discussion. I think Newcomb would have won it, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he, he was outstanding on the weekend as well. Um, I tipped Adelaide in this. Who did I tip? Adelaide. Did I? Re- yeah, well, fair enough. Like I just said, Hawks had lost... Nine of their last ten. Yep. Um, Tex Walker getting a, a one-year deal. Yeah, he's happy. Oh, he says he's going to finish out now as a one-man club player. Yep, thought that was really good. Uh, but, yeah, there wasn't a lot to say about this. I mean, yeah. What? Oh, Crow still had, you know, Keys, Laird, Crouch. Smith. It's the same players every week. Well, but, I discussed this last week. It's the you know, same players. They've got no help. Yeah, you know, big text as well. You know, he missed a goal in the fourth. Had he kicked, it would have brought them within two goals. Uh, mate, you know, there's moments in games that matter. Fortunately, that one got away from him. I love him. I, I reckon he's uh, fantastic. I had a... Uh, I was listening to an interview with him uh, today, actually. And... Nathan Brown was talking about um, what's the Adelaide Crows? Is it Sh- Showen Showers? Can't remember the yeah. guy. The, can't remember the guy's name now. Mm-hmm. But um, and he was saying, "Oh yeah, he was great around the ball and blah 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 blah." And and like Tex Walker just let him keep going and going and going. And then said, "Oh yeah, how good was he on the weekend?" He said, "Oh yep, I love the way he goes about it, and you know, great to see him and run." And Tex said, he didn't even play, mate. Nathan, <laughs> Nathan Brown was like, oh, shit, sorry, I've mate. seen that. That's so and good. I, I was like, fuck's sake. Have you seen the, the camera footage is hilarious? Of oh, really? I haven't seen it. I haven't oh, seen it. Check it out. They do it on the funny uh, Sunday footy show. Oh, man. And, and, and I was like. Thanks, you me for it. That's brilliant. Sake. How could that happen? We, um, just talking, we haven't gone too much on the free kicks, but I've noted this one down. Yeah. Do you see the free kicks for this game? No. I don't necessarily know if they're bad or good, but uh, free kick count, Hawthorne 27, Crows 15. Big disparity there. Yeah, 12. But, you know, wasn't down to a point, so no one's going to talk about it. Um, uh, Crows, you know, weren't the greatest, but, yeah. They did hold Hawthorne goalless in the third. They only got three points on them, which kept them in contention. But yeah, unfortunately, they Mitch just weren't Lewis, good enough. Mitch Lewis kicked five, and he kicked them all in the first half. Yeah. That's what did I not said kick... you, Oh, did you? Yeah, boy. That's oh, what I said. Sorry. I'm, Three oh, goals by the first break. He's yeah. now in the top ten for the Coleman as well now. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure where he is in there, but he's in there. Yeah, fair enough. Um, had they even brought Crouch back, wherever he stays, I don't know. But um, he'd been relegated back to the uh, Sandful. But he had like heaps of posse games, as I said. Yeah, I'm not sure. Will he be at the Crows gets... next year? Yeah. You reckon they'll keep him? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, and they also did really good 
they restricted Dawson to uh, only 15 touches. He had 30 disposals the week before. He also had 10 tackles. Yeah. Jesus. He's a great man. Yeah. Um, good news for Hawthorne in sad circumstances that um, Jack Gunston hopefully returns uh, to footy this week after his dad passed away. Mm. Mm. So that'll be good for them because he's a gun. He is. He kicks magical goals. But let's finish this off with your boys. Mm. Cowton defeating Eagles by 63 at Optus Sunday afternoon, last game of the round. Yep. And you didn't go to it. I didn't. Every opportunity, I thought, most years you normally invite me to this game, or I don't always go to it, but you normally get your tickets. And I thought, he's going to go have a look at this. Uh, I was. I really wanted to, um, but I was unfortunately working. So, yeah, yeah. but I, I, I finished just before um, the quarter time break, so I was able to watch from the second quarter. Yeah, I've got footage of you walking out of the last Eagles Carlton game pretty quick with yeah. your head down, bum up. Yeah. yeah. Wearing too much Carlton gear amongst that nice sea of royal blue and gold. Yeah. Because um, you, do, you do have nice radio voice, and it's also. Nice and baritone at the footy, so people know where that Carlton supporter is. Yeah, they know where I'm coming from. Um, Colonel McKay, both getting five. Combined for ten, yeah. Yeah, really good. Really good to watch. I, like, this is a game that we should have won, realistically. We, you did. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I, I know this. You did um, by 63 points. But, but, you know, like, to let them back in and still be up only by ten points in the second quarter, I was... I was quietly well, shitting my pants. It's worse than that. At the end of the third, it was Eagles 8 goals 5 to you goals 10 goals 10. Yeah. You've kicked seven unanswered goals in the last and kept them like scoreless. kangaroos scoreless. They were scoreless in the first and scoreless in the fourth. So your 63 points is again similar to North. You've done the same. Competitive footy up until the third. Mm. Well, actually, no, actually, you blew North away from the start. I don't know what I'm talking about. But in this game... That score doesn't result all the footy. That doesn't reflect that whole game of footy. You guys really... You guys need to consider what went on there in the middle of that game. Because obviously you came out, you kept them scoreless at the start. Five straight. Plus four points. You had to kick nine straight. Imagine that for a start. Yep. You know? But, um, yeah, certainly something to consider. Because you guys are sitting in that middle part. And because you haven't played finals footy... And because you are ebbing and flowing with some of your matches, that's why no one's backing you fully when you go into finals. Everyone's glad that you're there and knows that you deserve to be there, but I reckon it's because of these moments that they're like, I can't see them making the big day. So, doing the, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something before, because we'll get off this game. We'll go into a bit of shit talk, because we've got a fair bit to unpack, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you something. Someone, a, a prominent Melbourne journo has picked Geelong and Carlton to make the grand final. Who is it? Geelong and Carlton, a prominent Melbourne... Sheehan? No. Oh, gosh. Melbourne journo, Barrett. Yeah. Really? He's picked Geelong and Carlton to be in the grand final. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't think they're going to make that grand final. It's nice to hear things like that, but I, he's, no, it's he's, not. It's he's not. the only person I've heard say that. It's not. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's not nice to hear that sort of stuff because we don't need to hear that sort of stuff. It's 
we just need to take it one week you know, at a time. Like these are the things that concern me when, like I'm saying, like you're the first team to allow um, West Coast to kick seven unanswered goals. Yep. That second quarter, they kicked seven goals. Story yep. again, they could have kicked ten goals. Yeah, you know that's not a good I thing. Think, I, I've thought this for a long time though. I think we. It doesn't necessarily happen all the time in footy, but it happens a lot in other sports. I think we reach for stats. Like that's a the, the first team in 2022 to allow the Eagles to kick seven goals unanswered. That's a reach. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's a considerable stat considering you're it's, talking about the second no, no, bottom it's a consi- side. Yeah, it's a considerable stat. Like, Absolutely, 100%. West Coast I'm, aren't expected to do that, particularly yeah, not against that's, the team sitting but it's, fifth. Yeah, but it's not a stat. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like saying... It's an interesting stat, though. It's something that you... Interesting is, interesting is the word, yes. It concerns agreed. me that, like, obviously, you don't want a team like Geelong having a seven-goal blowout on you. You need, no, to, you need to acknowledge the fact that a shit team... Did that, did that two years? Yep. In a in but a moment but, where the game is still so crucial, every quarter is crucial. Carlton haven't learnt, and that's the problem. So they're going through that stage. Don't forget, you're still under a first year. Well, he, it's not his first year, but first year at Carlton head coach in Michael Voss. You learn that system this year, and blah blah, and you go into it better understanding with a better understanding next year. So I think it's. I, I just think that. Carlton haven't learnt yet that they can't give up or how not to give up runs of goals because mm. they consistently do it to good and bad teams but just haven't learnt it yet well speaking know. of goals Kerno's taken his tally up to 50 exactly now and he leads the Coleman how much did he lead by? I'm not exactly sure not sure I could probably pull that up but I think he's in front of Cameron, I believe. Uh, who didn't kick a goal on the weekend. Mm. But, you know, I know you don't like these stats very much, particularly if we speak of your team, but, you know, you had a seven-game losing streak to this team. Uh, you haven't won since back in 2015. Uh, you can finally say ta-ta to that one. No, I don't mind that stat. I still I like, I that, still stat like that stat of seven goals. I no, reckon that's I, a brilliant stat. I like that stat. <laughs> I don't mind what you just gave. Because that's relative. So Where did goals. seven goals unanswered, when did that become a stat? Well, it's concerning because you let a team that is shit kick seven unanswered no, goals. No, no, like I'm not just saying said. it's not concerning, but when did it become a stat? Who's, got, who's sat down and gone, oh, you know what? You know what we need to record today? Whether or not the Eagles kick seven unanswered goals. That's, I reckon, re- that's what? Well, I reckon what? It's not a stat. I reckon what someone would have gone is gone, holy shit, Eagles had zero score and then they've kicked seven and Eagles are shit. When's the last time they've done that? And then they just would have checked it and boom. Yeah, correct. It so it's not a out. stat. It's just something that stood out. Um, and it's interesting. It's like saying, oh, you know, you know what happened tonight? Uh, the Dogs played St Kilda and Trelaw got 30 possessions and Bruce came back and he kicked two goals and Norton took five marks. Right. Note to self, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> more negative stats about Carlton to fire Brody up for future But you know episodes. what I mean? Like, it's, oh, that's that's never happened before. Like, oh, we better report uh, on it. Here's it's another. Because you've heard that stat. You haven't made that stat up. You haven't here's, here's looked a, for it. Here's another negative stat for you. You lost the hitouts 43 to 24. Well, we don't have a fucking Ruckman. Well, that's pretty bloody pathetic, isn't it? <laughs> Our number I'm one not, Ruckman I'm not looking for excuses here, Cage. injured. 
Who's he might come back this week? Actually, which would be good. We got to bloody use these names. We advertise the show as coaches JR because I yes. want to be anonymous, but clearly people know I'm Joe. So bloody got to use these names, mate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but Pitnet's out at the moment, and De Koning has taken on that role. Now, when Pitnet comes in, De Koning won't have to play that role as much as what he has. I wonder. How, I think it'd be good. I wonder how some of your young boys are going to go. Obviously, you can make finals, but you have Charlie Kernow on fifty, Jeremy Cameron forty six, oh, Hawkins forty three, Norton on forty two. You guys haven't played finals since two thousand and thirteen. Yep, so that's a, a shock, shock to your boys' system. I'm almost sure that was the year that Essendon got done for their dope scandal. Uh, that was twenty sixteen, wasn't it? Well, then we've played finals because mm. um, the Essendon Football Club got kicked out of the eight, and we moved back in. 2013, I am relatively sure that we came in and we played Richmond and knocked them out first round. We, yeah, I, I actually, think so. I think you're correct with that. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to agree with you on that one. Um, I know I said before Cripps is out of the contention, uh, probably for the brown line. I reckon he's just slowed down. Yep. He had a real captain's quarter in the end. He, um, yeah. Got his around his team. He got 10 disposals of his 24 in the last quarter. Yep. And but Walsh, I think, would have been close to that as well. Yep. Adam Chera looked really comfy at Optus Oval. Clearly knows that Oval. Yeah. Looked 100% like he knew where he was playing. I know you want to hear a good stat for your boys. This is a crazy stat. Your, your boy Saad. Yep. Leads. Love him. The most bouncers in the game. Yes, but do you he know, has a bounce every three steps. But do you know how many bounces he leads? Well, he's on a total... Fucking heaps, because he has on, one every three steps. He's on 85 bounces, yep. and the next person is Nick Kind from Essendon on 42. Funnily enough, they got Nick Kind out of the trade for Saad. Um, Both running halfbacks. Now, I'll give you a stat. No, I won't give you a stat. I'll just tell you something. Um, so you remember... Uh, the Wolf and oh, Christo. Yeah, and Woof. Yep. Yeah. So um, I'm sure that Scott Cambriali was having an interview, um, maybe 3AW, can't remember. Um, but I'm sure that it was Scott Cambriali and he said, we need to bring it back and we need to bring it back for Sadi. Yep. Now, for the last two weeks, if you watch the footage and you go back and watch the footage, it's been brought back, and it's great. I've really missed it. I, I think it's really cool. Oh, Listening to the wolf again is really sick. I'll pay attention to that. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, speaking of Camper Alley, um, you should be really happy. His his twins. Yeah. yeah. Um, both played in the under sixteen South Australian Championship. Um, Lucas and Ben. Yep. And yeah, both got twenty-one and eighteen disposals. Yep. So father really son good. rule. Father son. Yep. So yeah, if they want to. You know, you guys are also looking at getting McGovern finally back as well this weekend. Yeah, McGovern Pittnet will come back. Been Hopefully, but do, but that's if they don't go back through the VFL. Hey, um, obviously, one last thing I'll say on your mob just before we maybe have a little quick run over West Coast Eagles. Um. I am so excited for this round. It's been over the socials, mm-hmm. but your mob taking on the Cats 
Um, obviously, you got Hawkins, Cameron, Versi, and Kerno McKay. Yeah. Who's going to get the goals? Who do you reckon gets the desserts for most goals that night? I'm going to go... Oh, I think shit, it's. Go I Cats. think it's. I, I think it's Hawkins or Kuno. Because who's going to play on who? Who do you reckon in your defensive structure is going to play on their their forwards? So Weedering will play on Hawkins. Yep. Um, you would have thought, and probably a Lewis Young on Jeremy Cameron. And then up the other end, who do you reckon your boys are going to be facing? Well, I don't know because Stewart's out now. So it'll be interesting to see who they put on those two. Two well, big boys. Well, when we De get Koning, to it, De Koning might play on one. Well, I was just going to say, when we actually uh, get... Sam, because Sam De Koning will probably play on one of them. He's oh. taken all the big names um, this year. Took Lynch when they played Richmond. Yep. He's a um, he's going to be a good player. I must admit. You know, I'll have to have a look at those lineups. Um... You know, obviously talking about JK, you know, he's 34, but finally got his 700 goals. He only needed two goals going in. He was on 698 going in. Got his two. He's on 700. Yep, beautiful. Yep. Now, does that mean we're moving off this game and we're going to do some shit talk? No, no. There's still a few more things to go over with the Eagles. Go on then. You know, it's the third time this year the Eagles have been held scoreless in a quarter. Twice. Yeah, but also... Um, just before I do get ahead of myself on my notes here, did you? So you're watching this game. Did you see when JK kicked his 700, 700th, 700th. Did you see what happened? Did you see who came running on? Uh, that would be Chad Fletcher. No, no not Chad Fletcher. Um, Marston. Yeah, he ran on. So he he joined in 07 with JK after that Judd trade. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he obviously. Ran on, gave him a big cuddle and a hug. Well, that's what a cuddle is. A Queensland just won the state of origin. Oh, you beauty! as well. You beauty! And we've been too busy gas bagging. And that's all right. Bloody missed the first one because we were doing well, this bloody podcast. Yeah, well. well, we were hooked up to stream the KO live, but then it turned out to be on seven. Or well, no, it's or on nine, so you can't get it on KO, which bastards. is a bit of a shame. But. Um, Eagles as well. Gaff was great on thirty, and Hearn down back twenty eight. Really, he had a lot of ball down there as well. 699 metres gain, well, running come, off. Yeah, yeah he's running a lot. Uh, Petrucelli's done his hamstring. He's another little I'm runner. I'm surprised, man, because he's a little fucking jet. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> you just don't expect those little pocket rockets to blow those things out. Yeah. Liam Ryan's really out of form, only had three touches for the day. Yeah. Yeah, you really took him out of the game. He's But he's just, he's really missing something at the moment. Um... And also, yeah, we've got Cripps set to return as well the Eagles this week. Yep. And possibly Come back. Simo's floated the idea that he's liking the idea of, you know, their new crew, Jai Cully, hopefully playing. He's been their emergency for at least two weeks. Yep. Hopefully he comes in. Be good, in. be good to see the dreads running around. He's going to stay too. Yeah, Nesbitt said yep. about, he signed on 2023. Contracted until end of last year, um, end of next year. You know, I don't... Fair enough, dude. And that concludes our broadcast day for the round around. Now you can move on to your shit talk. Bang! You want to talk some shit? You two can say my shit again! English, motherfucker! Do you speak it?
Yes! And you know what I'm saying? Talking absolute shit again. Let's, uh, let's talk about some shit. Oh, shit. Right. Let's get straight into Noble. Go on. i got a few of them, but Noble can be first. Yeah, well... What's your opinion? Well, I'm happy. I'm happy he went. I think Kangaroo's putting it all on the coaches wrongly. Um, and it's all come about today. Like, you've been reading Sonia Hood's getting a lot of backlash for a comment about the great list, the great people. Uh, God, she can talk some shit. Yeah, well, sh- Mate, that was the biggest fucking load of crap that I've heard. You know what I found? Just fucking danced around that. Like, get fucked. In two weeks, you were going to sack the cunt anyway. Do you know who spoke the best? Noble. Yeah, He great. was really stoic. I like the way he spoke. I want to know which players he said were crying and which players apparently are saying, if he goes, if he stays, we're going. That's rich. And they've been called on it. Corns has called him out on it today, like, who are you to even say? You've achieved nothing in your threatenings, but we don't know what goes on into inside the walls. David King said he obviously drove a really hard game. He was really, like, driven on results based and whatnot. And he said maybe because they were a young team, they just weren't ready for it. But again, Kangaroos sooked it when they got yelled at in Brisbane and didn't really work out for the players very well after that either, but they were told, man up and take it. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, Noble's... Noble's results speak for themselves. Like I know he played thirty. He um he only coached for thirty eight games and um he only won five. And he he's he's personally hoping he had more time. But yeah. they're horrible. They're they're horrible stats. Like so here I finally got I finally got his stats and these are compared to last year and this year with Noble. So wins last year they had three and a half this and that's at the conclusion of the year. We're still going with this year. So last year they had three and a half. This year we've had one. Our percentage was 66.3 and we're down to 51.7. We've won only, a, well, last year we won 22 quarters of 40. This year we've won, oh, so we've won 22 quarters of footy this year. 22 quarters of footy. That's all we've won. I've got a mate, Bruce, who really wanted me to put that stat out. He was calling me saying, put that stat out. Um, 50 point defeats, five last year. We're up to 10. This year? Yep. Our average losing margin. How many margins... hundreds did you have last year? Because you've had two this year, yeah? Oh, I don't know. Um, hmm. 100 points conceded. It was five up to 12, it says. No, so, no, yeah. He stats. Um, yeah, that's enough. And also, it does. It said he lost He lost to players. And I think it's. He had lost to players, like, I agree. You could see that. I think I've, I've, I've seen the frustration on the players. Like, they just don't look happy. Like, Taron Thomas. Was pick eight and is everyone still goes on that he will be a superstar and I'm sure he will and he has had a death in the family with his grandma, but his body language has been horrible. Like really laissez faire. Even you know Horn Francis, like he looks angry. Both look, of those, both of those young players. Those two are actually mates do by the look of it from what I've seen. But you know these players look like they've got a bit of angst to them. Like mm. something's sitting. Like they got these chips on their shoulders. I reckon they would have been two people. Who, in my opinion, would have been a bit vocal. Um, but yeah, who do they get to replace Noble? You well, you have oh, to go well, after actually, Clarkson. You don't. You, he'd be your first phone call. Well, I like what King said about Ross Lyon. What? Well, he, he reckons you go Lyon because he's a dis- disciplinary. I would have had Lyon at Carlton. Yeah, 
You know, I don't like lying, but I think because kangaroos are so disorganised, I'd want someone to literally take over because you already He's saw... He's a defensive coach. If you put him in that side, he will coach your defence. You need to put him around or put uh, guys around him that are offensive-minded. Well, they want him or Clarkson also because they'll bring people with them. Correct. They bring teams because they know people. Yep. But kangaroos also, like what I'm really hoping that continues out of this is that... Um, they brought Noble in. They made calls. Uh, ben Buckley, the previous CEO for Amaferio, whatever it is, the guy who ruled Cricket Australia, they said like they'd win flags within three years, which are terrible statements and put pressure on Noble. Yeah. And they're saying, don't do that again. But board members and head members like the CEO need to go as well. They need to go. I reckon there's big issues. Like we had three recruiters leave as well this year. Yeah. You know, that's there's really internal internally there's something wrong with that club and it's not appealing and they need to fix it yeah. quick smart which is why they actually need to take the time get a proper coach and um david yeah. king has pissed me off a little bit this week and what's he gone and said to bother you well the noble thing for a start like you've called for this guy's head basically the entire year oh, he swings and spins king and the Ginevan thing was another one. So he's got on that first me. crack. He's got on first crack really and said, defender. "Fucking leave him alone." He's doing. He's making. He's not making a mockery of the game or anything like that. Leave him alone. He's just exploiting a rule that isn't yet done. Blah blah blah. And he's the number one fucking bloke for head high contact, protect the head, concussions, fucking blah blah blah. He's Is the it? first one to come out and say. No, we need to protect the head. You need to give an example, make an example, blah, blah. I was like, fucking, you've shat me this week. Normally, fucking, I get right around well, Kingy, but he fucking gave me the shit. Well, watching, even watching that game, uh, it was Brownie <coughs> and him talking about that, and it was Brownie saying it's not good for the spirit of the game, these high tackles with Ginnivan. And Kingy's like, well, technically, he can do it if he wants, you know. It's really smart of him. I'm like, you twit. Shut up for one minute. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. But I'm happy for North finally to have done this. It's so sad, you know. Um, Malcolm Blight's pretty chuffed with North. He says, you know, um, they're five. They're about into their fifth year of their rebuild. Not that it looks very appealing. It looks like it's still got years before it gets a good tick on it. But he was saying, if I was coaching anyone, I'd be going to North because they do have. I know Hood said we had good young players. I think we do have players to look forward to into the future if they stay, like Horn Francis, Powell, um, Larky, LDU, Simpkin, Zerha, uh, Taron Thomas. Like, these are players who were good draft picks. McKay. Oh, of course, McKay as well. They stay, you know, and we pick up the talent. We're going to get another high draft pick this year, guaranteed. You know, it will swing. Like, we looked at your draft pick last week in 2015 and we... You had three, like, who did we say? You had Kerno, McKay, and... Walsh. Yeah. No. No, Weedering. Weedering. And I was like, 2015, going back then, was not a good time for Carlton. And for the next five years, it really wasn't a good time for Carlton. Yeah, but so you, what you do have to remember, though, is that two of those picks, so the ten, number 10 and number 12, they were traded picks. So we had lost players and got those picks in return. Oh, no, but I mean, though, like, you got good players. But you yeah. were still a terrible team... For years after, but Kerno's leading the Coleman now. 
Yeah. So is McKay. But back then, like even though they were playing in a successful side, you've lost Bolton, you lost Teague. Yeah. You guys were... We didn't lose them. They, you know, they were... No, but I mean, you were losing coaches mm. and your results weren't good. You were in the news like Norfolk. 100%. And now yeah. you're up where you are. Like, it's actually funny, um, as a North fan, when I'm reading the reviews, like a couple of times now I've seen Carlton fans, and it's always Carlton fans specifically who come on and go, hey guys, Carlton Sport here. Just letting you know, as you know, it's really hard being at the bottom, but times do change. Just stick with your club. You'll get there. And it is true, but I was like, Oh man, this is why I don't mind Carlton. <laughs> you just, you've had time but to hum- is, you'd, you've had time to humble yourself. But yeah, twenty fucking years, over twenty years. Yeah, no, I agree. It, and you're not going to be down there forever. You you know you're not. It's you as simple what, as that. It swings what, in roundabout. Do you know what I really wish happened though with Noble? Um, and I don't think they could have done it because there would have just been too much tension. So it would never happen. But I really wish they said to Noble, "Let's employ you for what you're good at." Like. The business side of it. Yeah, because we need this at our club. Yeah. But understand that we can't have you coaching. There's just something that hasn't worked. Something that hasn't worked. But, um, yeah, let's get you in this role because you are clearly successful as you have been at Adelaide and Brisbane. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah. Um, moving on from this as well, have you seen uh, Collingwood? Uh, Cracker and Leon Davis had stepped away from the club during the whole racism rail. But oh, yeah, that now, didn't that didn't fucking last long, did well, it? Well, they're back at the club now as some, you know, educational people yeah. to make sure the club does the righty. Yeah. Must have been fucking lonely out there with Lumumba. Mm, Don't well, know. Eddie's gone, so they've got room for these roles. I, um... Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. I wasn't a fan of that at all. Like, don't... Like, and now they're back at the club to teach... Like. <laughs> well, the Crackers have had time in jail. He's, well, his dad did, didn't he? So did he. But yeah, the racism's come out. Like, even Michael Walters has come out this week and said... This is really bad. I'm sick of opening my socials to uneducated messages like this. Take a hard look at yourselves. Well, have you heard the context of what was said to him? So, I actually haven't seen what was sent to Walters. But I have to Frederick. Pretty bad. And it's obviously skin colour. Oh, it was about, oh, you're the same colour as the shit under my shoes. And Bloody hell, are you serious? Yeah, man. It was really, it was pretty bad. I can probably pull it oh, up. Oh, no, even so, that's bad enough. That just made us R-rated. <laughs> Language warning. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it was, honestly, it was, um, I was reading it, and um, a guy I know on one of the pages that I follow um, chucked it up and I was like fucking who was this to and he said oh to um, Frederick and I was like fucking hell well do you have much else shit to talk to say so here it's oh, sorry. you stupid now this, uh, yeah. this this is just yeah. a warning here I'm going to say some words that I don't necessarily agree with but I'm reading this word for word You stupid black nigger slave piece of shit. That's the only way you'll score goals through a 50-meter penalty. Come come scrub my feet and sweep my floor, you black dog. Go fetch your family some clean water, cunt. Your family is starving, cunt. 
Oi, you stupid black cunt. Is this still the same one message? You're the same colour as the dirt on my shoe, you filthy prick. That's what he. That's what this guy sent to Frederick. That's terrible. That yeah. is seriously... I can't believe how much some people get invested in food. That is, it is terrible. You know, I don't like goodsy. Like, I, I'll tell people, I love Eddie Betts. I love Kathy Freeman. I don't like goods. Because I have certain opinions about the way he carried himself on the field. But if he's talk, if goods is getting shit like this off the field, stuff I'm not aware of, you can see why these people are... These people, that's terrible. I shouldn't say that. I've got to be careful with my words. Why people get so frustrated. Hmm. That's horrible. That is some seriously sickening words. Yep. Even if I thought what I thought would have been the worst thing someone could say, I wouldn't have even come up with something near as bad as that. That guy took the time to write something really horrible. Mm. Yeah, people need to be educated. Yeah. Really, really bad. I don't know what you what more you do, though. So what happened? What was the consequence to the person for that? Arson Kilda are looking into it now. And it came from a woke Melbourne... Well, I'm assuming... It was, a, yeah, Melbourne fisherman. Oh. And you'd never suspect that... a fisherman that. charter. From a Melbourne identity, They're no, the, no. Um, let's get into the final round. Let's get these no, tips. There's no other race except Australian in Melbourne, is there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I am from All right. state. Um, All right, so moving into round. Hey, eight. wait. So I got one more. Liam Jones coming back. He wants to come back. So the vaccination thing is scrapped at the who, end of the who year. Who wants him? So. I think Carlton, Carlton will, will give him good I reference. I think Carlton will look. I think Carlton might look. I don't think they'll take him. Though. But the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Mm, yeah, fair enough. Bulldogs want everybody at the moment. We well, started there. Hmm. Well, there you go. I'm glad he's back, though. I'm sorry for his circumstance, but I'm glad he stood his guns, unlike Jack Darling. Same. So, Jack I hope Darling he... shits me to tears because he, he had that whole summer... Dodged his teammates, didn't do the preseason, not not getting it. Then he undermines himself and goes, oh, I'll get it on the dawn of the season. I was like, what? He got the Grand plant. Grandma's permission. No, he got the plant-based one. Did he? What was that one that everyone was waiting for? Mm. No. Novavax or something. Still don't like him. He chokes in big games. Grand final days in particular. All right, let's Still do that it. photo of him like... <laughs> trying to mark the ball. Let's went through his arms like a basketball game. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's do tips. All right, round 18, really yep. get to the pointy end of the round. Like we said, 9th versus 10th, Bulldogs taking on St. Kilda at Marvel. Bulldogs $1.57 to Saints $2.36 on sports bet. I am going St. Kilda. Yeah, I'm going St. Kilda. And I don't really believe either team is playing exciting football, but I think St. Kilda is that one step better. Yep. You say? Yeah, I'm def. Uh, I'm on the Saints. And again, I don't think it'll be. I think it'll be within four goals. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even see it being that much. But the Saints, definitely. All right, moving on to Saturday, we will have the Crows at Adelaide Oval taking on Collingwood. Crows two dollars fifty six. Adelaide um, Pies dollar fifty one. Easily Pies. Hot Pies. Yeah. Crows. Hot pies every week. Yeah, and I think they will not be rocked again by a surprise bottom team. They'll go, shit, bottom teams can still throw Bang, something else. Bang, come out, smash it. And Adelaide, yeah, you know, they'll need those forwards like Fogarty and 
um, Tex to really step up, but I really reckon they'll struggle. Dawson, yeah. Oh, yeah, down back, yeah. Um, then we'll move into Giants taking on the Lions. Um, oh, gosh. Oh, golly gosh. Oh, golly gosh. Jeez, yeah, well, I said, oh, gosh, like, jeez, that's going to sound horrible when I listen back to that. <laughs> um, I like to say the ground names, but uh, M.O., where, yeah, where does Giants play? Marnica. Marnica, because I'm thinking, I know Metricon obviously for the Suns and that, but I'm thinking, oh, it's the M. So, yeah, so, all right, so they're playing at Marnica. Giants paying $2.76 to the Suns, $1.45. Ah, Lions, sorry, $1.45. Lions, I yeah. think. Yeah. Lions all day. Giants just aren't threatening enough, and I think Lions will get their win. Hopefully they get a bit of form, but, yeah, they've got 11 players out to COVID, so it's still going to be competitive footy. Harris Andrews still out, big name. Most of those players will come back though. Oh yeah, for, um, yeah for sure. But yeah. they're still unfortunate. Um, yeah, uh, just got to be really weary. Um, North taking on Richmond, eighteenth versing eighth at Marvel. North six dollars seventy to Richmond dollar eleven. After the back of last week, I could maybe just chuck a couple bucks on North just for a bit of fun. You never know. Maybe they've finally found a bit of rhythm at the end. So who are you going with? Oh, no, I think I'd love North to win, but I think if I'm a proper tipper and I'm not betting with my heart, you've got to go Tigers. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Uh, really excited for this one. Um, Saturday night, your boys, Carlton, taking on the Cats at the G. $2.31 to your mob, Cats $1.62. I'm going with the Cats. They're playing exciting footy. And like I said, just that time in the middle where Eagles jumped out. I think you will fix it, but Geelong are just a powerhouse. I'm super and they're excited. playing massive footy at the moment. I'm super excited about this one. And if I... It's the Ford competition. I love matchups. Mm. Like, I used to love in the days of a supporter when they'd say, Wayne Carey versus Glenn Jakovich, who wins? And I love the pump up this that you've got Cameron Hawkins versus McKay Kuno. I'm... It's, Oh, I hope they build it up. Like, I can't wait for the game when you get that, that voiceover, like, welcome to the AFL Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like the movies. <laughs> yeah. Star and they'll, have, movies. Like, they'll have the slow-mos and all that, but they'll pump it up. They'll show, like, McKay winning his Coleman last year, but also Cameron winning Coleman's and Hawkins winning Coleman's. Well, I'm going Carlton. Yeah, well, back them. It's the only way to enjoy the game. Because yep. if you go... Nah, nah, we won't win. You'll sort of go, I hope we do, but I've actually tipped the other one. Back your mob. And you know what? If they win, watch me change my tune next week because if they beat the Kitty Cats, yeah. Oh, and just while I'm on this, in terms of shit talk, um, I really like Geelong. I love their brand of footy. Um, I really do hope that, you know, Goldie leaves at the end of the year. I hope they pick him up and... Obviously, I'm not going to see success for North for a while, but I really hope he sees something good there. Um, following your game, we have Fremantle taking on Sydney. Uh, yeah, Optus Oval. Fremantle, obviously, dollar fifty-four to Sydney, two dollars forty-nine. I'm confident Fremantle, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm going for it. And I think they might do it really well. I'm still not I, confident I think that, in Sydney's... I think they do it, and they do it by five goals. Yeah, I think Sydney might get a little shock. 
Uh, Hawks taking on Eagles, dollar eighteen to Hawks to Eagles four ninety five at the G. Um, Hawks will win this, but I don't think their brand of footy again is anything to be excited about. Mm. It's just G's not the best place for the Eagles. Yep, well known. Um, Melbourne taking on Port Adelaide uh, at TP, which is obviously in Alice. Yeah, I don't know what that is, Darwin. but. Uh, oh, it's down, is it? Dollar fifty so. to Melbourne to two dollars sixty-three. Um, yeah, I'm just going Melbourne. Yeah, I'm going Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, I think Port play good footy, but um, Melbourne's got a lot to prove, and they really want to fight. Yeah, to prove a point. Yep. And last game of the round is Essendon taking on the Suns at Marvel. Um, Essendon dollar ninety-four to Suns dollar ninety. Wow. Yeah, really close. I'm going Suns, but Essendon's. If Essendon win this, I'll change my tune on them as well because they've found their form, and it's no fluke. I'm going but Suns. Suns. Suns are guns at the moment. I'm going Suns, but it will not surprise me if Essendon get up. Yeah, they're having really good form at the moment. But uh, yeah, we've wrapped it on a little bit longer this week. We have, but that's all right. I like it. Let's wrap it. Yep, that's a wrap. Have fun. See you next week. Right, adios. See you later. <laughs>